How many times have you been bored out of your skull by someone who had wonderful knowledge to share? Why is that? And what difference does it make in the workplace? That's what we're tackling today. This is the Underdog Workplace Edge, where small businesses wield their size to win big. Here's your host, Aaron Colbert. In my career, I've sat down countless times with people at work who are process experts, and my goal has been to develop a training program for new employees. For years, I've encountered all sorts of challenges in this process, and yet I still wasn't prepared for one particular situation. There was a department that needed training to be revised for new employees. It was taking the better part of six months for new employees to figure out how to manage their responsibilities. And even at the six month mark, they struggled with it. So I knew I was in for a challenge. And then I met that special someone. She was the process expert. She had amassed a colossal amount of information and breadth of understanding on a particular topic. This happened over a long period of time, and I mean decades. When I observed the training, I watched as she talked at the participants in the training, and she was very clear that she fully expected them to remember everything that she said. You see, she had the thought that you can take what you know and pour it into someone's head by filling their ears with words. It was, it was as, a, as if I was in the Charlie Brown cartoon listening to his teacher talking, wah-wah, 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 or the scene in Ferris Bueller when the teacher, Ben Stein, is droning on and on, and no one is following what he's saying. Now, this process expert meant well, And honestly, she didn't think too differently about training than other people think. I mean, think about how many kind and generous teachers and trainers you've observed talking for long periods of time. Many professionals and business leaders have the impression that we can somehow take knowledge and put it into words that can be poured into people's heads. But my friend, knowledge is not liquid and you can't pour it into someone's head. Besides that, if you want people to perform, you're not after knowledge anyway. In large companies, process experts abound, and exceptional training professionals partner with them to make their knowledge accessible. But it's a costly endeavor, and it takes a lot of time. Meanwhile, many employees grow frustrated that they can't get the quick, easy help to do their job well. So small businesses have an edge in providing more effective training and not falling prey to the Charlie Browns and Ben Steins of the workplace. What is the purpose of training after all? In the workplace, training's intended to prepare people to perform tasks or responsibilities. It's not about random information. It's about planned utilization of information. When you train people well, they can perform to a standard based on the training they have experienced. Knowledge is developed as people answer questions and participate in tasks. We learn best through discovery and experimentation. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard someone say, I learn best by doing, I would be rich by now. 
But do you know why they say that? Because we all do. That's not unique to some of us. We all learn by doing. You see, training is not explaining things. Training is providing the information someone needs in a way that they can experience it and benefit from it to draw intended conclusions. Now that's a mouthful, but really it's about making things available and letting people experience it. Training is a process of helping someone make associations so that they can choose to believe certain things, understand things, and do things. Notice you cannot force them. It's a glorious act of the will for someone to choose to learn. Now, what makes the best training is a good balance of questions. Whoever's providing training should ask the lion's share of the questions. Quite frankly, a trainer should not be stating facts. They should be asking questions. That's how people's minds work. We want to figure things out. We don't like to be spoon fed information. And finally, the best training is very streamlined. Why? Consider the Pareto principle. We must identify the few things that drive the many things. In a business, 80% of the outcomes an employee needs to achieve will come from a small set of inputs, a small list of tasks and responsibilities. Whenever I work to supply training, I'm always looking for the three to five top scenarios that must be learned and must be performed. I relentlessly toss out anything that is not 100% necessary in order for the employee to learn to do one of those things. Sure, they'll encounter a lot of variation in their role over time, and there's a way to handle that as well but not when they're new. Your goal is to sharply define what they must do and whittle down their training to prepare them for just those things. Now you might be saying, man, I think I have good training, but I'm not really sure. How can I know for sure? I've got great news for you. I'm launching a program in just a few weeks. I'd love for you to be a part of that. So let me walk you through the three phases of keeping and growing great employees. In phase one, we will start stronger, connecting our employees to our companies. In phase two, we will train employees faster. In phase three, we will grow their loyalty. If you're at all curious about any of those things, please come and check me out at worksmartlovepeople.com forward slash podcast. In fact, when you go there, I'm going to give you a first week plan for every new employee who walks through your doors. Did you know there are proven techniques that will increase the likelihood for employees to stay if you use them? That's right. And I've made it ridiculously simple for you in that guide. So go check it out. Worksmartlovepeople.com forward slash podcast. Now, what did we talk about today? In your business, what does great training look like? Well, let me ask you these questions. Is it mapped out to focus on the three to five things that a person in a role needs to do? Is it relentlessly simple? Is it question driven? And does it allow the employee to choose to learn? 
If so, guess what? You don't need any of my help. You've got it all figured out. And that is fantastic, my friend. Okay, until next time, my workplace warrior friends, remember to work smart, love people, to sharpen your workplace edge. Chief Underdog, out. Greetings, workplace warrior friends. I want to connect with you. And connection is a two-way street. Feel free to leave a podcast review. I greatly appreciate that. I would love to hear what you have to say. And if you want to be first to know what's coming next for the Underdog Workplace Edge community, head over to WorkSmartLovePeople.com to sign up for email updates. That's WorkSmartLovePeople.com. And you'll see how you can sign up for email updates.